Welcome to another episode of Spontaneous Conversations on Beauty Steak Boardwalk. I'm your host, Tammy Barrera, and I thank you so much for your time as you tune in and listen to what I share today. And first off, I want you to know that getting on here is just as much for me as it is for you. And what I've realized now is that I have wanted so much to make sure that I do it all right. That I say and do the things that matter to you. That I say and do the things that don't upset you. That don't rock your boat. That don't, well make you dislike me um, and there are so many thoughts that I have in my head on any given day that I want to share them because they are things that I used to do and ways that I used to believe and ways that I used to come at this world and they were never in my best interest yet at the time that I did them I felt like they were the answer. I felt like, you know, this has to be the way it is. Because if everybody just does it like this, then my life would be so much easier. And the only reason my life is not this, that, or the other thing is because, well, you, as the outsider, aren't doing the things that you said you were going to do. And yet, I have zero control over what comes out of your mouth, what you say, how you say it, what you do or how you do it. What I do know is that if I were to meet you or run across you, your path, I would want you to know how important you are. No matter what job you're doing, whether you're flipping a burger or you're a lawyer or you're a doctor or you're making a bed or you're shoveling poop on a farm, it doesn't matter. All of those things in this life matter. You matter. And every person has their, has their place in this world. And there are so many times in my life where I've gotten short-sighted. And I am very much, as what I can say from other people, what internal talk that I would give to myself based on how others have let me know in whatever way their opinion is that I'm doing something right, wrong, or indifferent. Either people don't want to approach me because they're afraid they're going to hurt my feelings or they want to approach me and make sure that I get it right because I'm, if only I would listen to what they had to say, my life would be better. Just as I used to think if people would listen to what I would say, then their life would be better. And it takes a long time for me to learn things. And the biggest lesson I recently learned took seven years. Seven years for an idea that I believed, and it doesn't even matter the idea. It's just the process around the idea. The idea was shared with me that there was a different way 
to approach the way that I looked at it and the way that I proceeded through my life. And I railed against it for seven years. And the people around me were kind enough to let me believe and think that that was the best way, the best process for my life at the time. And even though they, number one, didn't agree, number two, knew that there was what I would consider now, seven years later, a better, more efficient process in my life, I never would have gotten there had it not been for their patience, their kindness, their unconditional love, and their watching me live my life and every once in a while cringing, knowing that I would complain about this, that, or the other. And in the back of their minds, it would seem simple. If only she would do these things, her life would be so much simpler. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to correct her. I'm going to publicly humiliate her. I'm going to remind her every time I see her. This is why you keep falling on your face, because you keep doing it your way, and you're not choosing this different way. And you keep doing this over and over and over again, and you are failing because you are choosing not to, and just demoralizing me, dehumanizing me, putting me down. And they didn't. They did none of those things. They didn't remind me on a daily basis. They didn't say, hey, we need to, you know, cuss you out in front of our friends. They didn't say, hey, we need to correct you in front of all of our friends. They didn't say that they need to publicly address it so that they could have more people on their side for me to switch to their side. They allowed me to carry on. And not only did they allow me to carry on in the process of my life, they were secretly rooting for me. They were rooting for me to get it. They were rooting for me to understand. They were rooting for me to move out of the space that they knew there was no reason for me to occupy it. And yet because I choose to, chose to occupy that space, they allowed me to do that because they knew that there was going to be beauty on the other side. They knew that lessons would be learned. They knew that they're not beating a dead horse, as we would say, would bring about more revelations than anything they could ever say. Their actions are what spoke the loudest. And I wouldn't see that for seven years. That's a long time. That's a long time to see people on a constant basis, in and out of your life, same people that are rooting for you, loving on you, saying hi to you, asking how your day is, asking what they can do to help, asking what they can do to help pave a better road. Do you want any help? If you do, great, I'm here if you ask. If you don't ask, it's okay. I will never insert myself where I'm not asked to. I will never step forward into something that isn't mine. So if you would like 
some insight, if you would like to have a conversation, I'm here for that. And because I never asked those conversations, asked for those conversations, we never had a conversation. We had a conversation about why I believed that the process that I was using to get through life was the best. And they listened and they nodded and they said, if that is what's working for you, keep doing that thing. Knowing full well that there was a better, more efficient, less burdensome process that I could have followed. And again, it's not about the intricate parts of the subject. It's the understanding of the process and how we process. Somebody lies to us and some of us will assume that for the rest of our life, everybody's lying to us. People will cheat on us and we'll believe until the day we die that everybody that we come across will cheat on us. And those absolutes are like quicksand. Those absolutes will grab onto you and they will pull you down. The greatest story that I was ever told was about the crabs in the bucket. Crabs are caught in twos for a reason. Because you put one crab in a bucket, the crab is smart enough to rock that bucket back and forth if you're not paying attention and it will scurry on away and you will no longer have your crab because they were able to get out of the bucket. Put two crabs in a bucket and then you have a challenge because while one's trying to get out, the other one's trying to use the one to get out themselves and all they're doing is they're both fighting to get out while both remaining stuck. And then you just keep doing that over and over again and you have tons of crabs in the bucket and the crabs aren't leaving. They're gonna try. But amongst themselves, they will constantly bring themselves right back down into the bucket. And I've been told that story back in my 20s. 30 years later, I still reflect on that story and I see that it was a story that would make a difference. It would make a difference in my life and make more sense today than it did when I was told. Without having life experience, without understanding, the crab in the bucket story was as simple as, I'll never be that crab. I'll always make sure that I get out of the bucket. Yet I stayed in my bucket for seven years. Other times I stayed in them for 30 years. There are so many things in my life that I wished I could have changed. And then I heard from an anonymous source that they wish they would have made more mistakes in life. And I remember also hearing that in my 20s. And I thought, are you crazy? Every time I make a mistake, people jump me. They tell me, hey, you're dumb. You're, you know, you, you make these crazy mistakes. Why'd you do that? You're stupid. You didn't think. And so after so many years of hearing that, 
I never wanted to make mistakes. The older I got, the more I kept looking at not making mistakes. I have made mistakes in my life that have cost thousands of dollars. I have made my mistakes in my life that have cost thousands of heartaches. I've made mistakes in my life that have caused heartache and worry to other people. Yet there was one thing that I began to focus on. If I've made all these mistakes, and there are things that I would call in my life mistake mile markers, what could I do to change them? What could I do to see them differently? So, I decided that I would go on a quest to look at them. And some of those I've spoken about on this podcast. Yet, there's a little bit more to it. Because as each day goes by, as each relationship changes, as each process becomes needed or it falls away, there's more to it. And from those things, those mistakes that I thought were the worst things that could have ever happened in my life, there were times when I made mistakes that I felt absolutely humiliated, absolutely embarrassed, absolutely mortified, absolutely just helpless, and just, there's nothing I can do to take this back. There's nothing I can do to fix this. This is going to stay as a stain on my life for the rest of my life. And that's how I looked at it up until the past couple years. And I started to see a pattern with people who are very successful. Many people who are successful, they've made a lot of mistakes. And each mistake has taught them if they're willing to look, how to alter the choices that they make in the future. Because today will always be tomorrow. Tomorrow will always be today. And tomorrow is never coming. Yesterday was, today is, Tomorrow is never coming. Tomorrow will go on for infinity. Yesterdays will pile up like old bones. And today's, the nows, that's what you have right now while you're listening to this. You have right now. And what I challenge you to do is revisit your mistakes. Revisit the devastating moments and look. Look for some beauty in them because there is beauty in them. Because, for one, depending on the mistake, and if you chose to learn a lesson from it, I can guarantee you didn't make it again. And all the mistakes I've made. They're different every time. There's so many. (laughs) There's so many I've made in my life. They're not the same. They don't fall into the same bucket. 
I just have one bucket for each mistake and there are thousands of them I make a mistake and I'm speaking to you and I say the wrong thing and something happens before I used to take that on oh I've made that person angry I've made that person sad I would take credit if somebody was happy I made that person happy I made that person joyful I made that person exciting, excited. And then, about a year ago, if not five years ago, I realized I don't make anybody happy, sad, mad, glad. You, you create that. Because a statement that absolutely pisses you off that I say could be the exact same statement that changes somebody else's life and encourages them to go out, take charge, and make their mark on this life and change things for the better. Everything that I do is about me. Every feeling that I feel is about me. There's nothing that any of you could say or do that would have anything to do with you. The emotion that I choose to apply in the moment of your reactions is on me. If I'm angry, it has nothing to do with you. If I'm happy, it has nothing to do with you. If I'm joyful, it has nothing to do with you. And those are the hard things to hear. Because I wanted to make people happy. I wanted to make people joyful. And when I realized that if and when I did something, someone else was happy, that would be their emotion that they chose to assign that moment. They get to control that narrative. Never me. The only narrative I get to control is my own. And I didn't want to do this because I love to talk and I love to share and I love to tell stories. I love to tell stories of inspiration. I love to tell people that they're beautiful. And then if you ask me why I say you're beautiful, that's when you'll learn something. If you choose to ask the questions, you might get answers that blow you out of the water because you're allowing the other person the space to explain why did you say I'm beautiful today why did you say I have a lovely blouse why did you say the color of my eyes light up the room why why is such a powerful question and some of us are so afraid to ask it because we're afraid of what the answer is going to be and some of us are so afraid of rejection that why ask? So here's what I would like to throw out to you. I say you're beautiful because in my heart I believe you are. I believe that your person 
is where it's supposed to be, whenever it's supposed to be. And you light up this world. You're a piece of the puzzle that is needed. You're a piece of the puzzle that's necessary. And the only way for me to see the whole picture is to take you into account. And I truly believe that you matter. I truly believe that you count. I truly believe that you are beautiful. Even if your life is what you would consider everything but. And trust me, there's tragedy out there. I will never deny that. There is tragedy that can knock you on your ass. There is tragedy that can steal your joy if you allow it. And those things have happened to me. I have allowed and let many things steal my joy. I have allowed and let many things steal my happiness. I have allowed things to upset me, to anger me. I have allowed things to cause me to be bitter. Kevin Hart talks about going 30 days without complaining. And every day that you complain, you start over back at day one. I have yet to complete those 30 days and I've been doing it for over two to three years. So what I would like to leave with you is that you have greatness inside of you. All of us do. I believe that with my whole heart. And I don't know what that greatness looks like. And I don't know what that is for you. I just know that if you're willing to throw spaghetti against the wall, something's going to stick. And maybe 999,000 pieces of spaghetti drop to the floor. And the millionth one sticks. And that's why I keep making these podcasts. Because I care about you. I care about the state of your mind. I care about the state that you live in. And the environment that you occupy. And that if it's not everything that you want it to be. Then are you willing to do those things? To make it what you want it to be? And if you are not, that's fine. And if you want to live this life in complaining mode that I've lived in for 30 plus years, you can. I will say that it isn't the most productive. And even Rachel Hollis says, your dream is more powerful than your excuse. And I've had a lot of excuses in my life. So many. And I made the mistake of believing that it was everybody else's job to give. To make my life better. That all I had to do was A, B, and C and I should have X, Y, and Z. That isn't true either. 
Not everything in this world is just. Not everything is fair. Not everything is cookie cutter picture perfect. I will say this though. I do aspire to share unconditional love. So whatever it is that you choose to do in this life, good, bad, or indifferent, I pray for your eyes to be open to the greatness inside of you that you are capable of sharing with the world. And it's sad to know that some of you will choose not to. And yet at the same time, I love you just the same. Because I also realize that I have control over nothing. I have no control on how far you will go in this life. I have no control on what you believe or don't believe about the words that are coming out of my mouth. I have no control over you as a human. And that's the hardest thing to give up. If I do this, I control your happiness. If I do that, I control your anger. If I do this, I control whether or not you do this, that, or the other. And that's where other people are and where I was. I love you if, I love you only. I love you when, I love you how. And I want to love unconditionally. Unconditional love is the toughest thing to give and receive, in my opinion. Because people will say things that are utterly beautiful. And yet inside me, it's tough to believe it. And people used to say, I'll believe it when I see it. I choose to say, when you believe it, you'll see it. Because only when I started believing that I could lead a different life, have I started to live a different life. And believing is half the battle. And that's why some people have zero challenges selling things. Because they believe in their whole heart that what they are selling you is a dang good thing that is going to improve your life in some way, shape, or form. And when you have this thing, X, Y, or Z, your life is going to become different if you use it in the manner that they are telling you to use it. They believe that with their whole heart. And most of them are using those products, those services, or those things that they believe in. So again I say, when you believe it, you'll see it. I'm sure someone else has said that before me, I'm just not sure who. And the thing is, is that for me, I'm stuck there 
Don't get me wrong. I don't always believe it. And truthfully, I can say that's probably why I don't see it. And yet, the things that I've started to believe in my life, aside from believing in Jesus God and the Holy Spirit, is that I believe that there's a reason that I'm on this planet. And there's a reason that I love to talk. And there's a reason that I love to share. And there's a reason that I reach out to you guys while reaching inside to myself. And you know, if you walk away with anything from this podcast that inspires you to lead your best life, Godspeed to you. And may your journey be full of adventures that leave you with memories that you can share for a lifetime, that you can write in books, in journals, that you can share with family members, that you can record, that you can leave your mark on this world. Not because of what you didn't do, but because of what you did. And I'm sure I may not have used all the right words today, but know this, I do love all of you who are listening. Whether it's one of you, a thousand of you, a million of you, 10 million of you, a billion of you. I love you all just the same. So have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening. Until next time.